Well, hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. Pastor Joe, what have you been doing at home? Uh, social distance. Good. What have you been doing? Uh, let me answer. Not shaving. Well, there's a little of that. <laughs> Not shaving? You're going to grow out? Is this like no shave corona? Kind of. I had to I had to seek special permission from Nicole to, to, yeah. to let me keep it. I mean, this is... So. PSA for all you men out there. If your wife is down with your facial hair, you keep it. If she's not, you don't. But mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That's right. Hand sanitizer, anyone? I've used plenty today. You have already? My hands are getting dry. You have to use lotion too because my hands are like cracked. Who would have known that Corona would drive up the hand lotion? Right. I've used lotions. Yeah, because the sanitizers and the washing is drying them out. I know. And I guess we just admitted that we weren't washing our hands enough prior to coronavirus. <laughs> like some people are like, is this hand washing thing a new thing? Like you don't usually wash your hands? One guy I, I was following said he prays as he washes his hands and I started to do that. Ooh. That's been fun. Like, okay, I'm gonna, part of it is gonna be washing and praying at the same time. That's good. Yeah, it's Cause I heard you're supposed to sing happy birthday twice while you wash your hands. And I was like, that's, that's, that's dumb. Is praying dumb I, while no, you're No, I like that. That's yeah, really just good. Just kind of pray through. I don't know, like I've been doing the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your like name. That. And it's kind of like, okay, it's this regular reminder to talk to dad through this yeah. corona challenge. But it's wacky. Oh my gosh. It's weird. Are you feeling overwhelmed a little bit? Like, it's so disorienting. Yeah. I'm so disoriented by all of it. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of forget that it's going on sometimes. And I'll be like, hey, let's go out and, oh, yeah, we can't. Can. It's it's hard to remember because you just get in the mode of whatever you're doing and you forget that this is yeah. going on. And then there's like the social distance thing. Like we're right now on camera, we can touch feet. Yeah. Like look at how far away we are. Yeah. This is social. We're trying to model to you good social distance. Yeah. Right? I don't want you any closer. <laughs> don't come this any is closer. actually how we're setting up every week from now on. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's bizarre. Really weird. So, okay. Kind of been thinking about this whole thing and a lot because I have, a lot of time to do that. And I think that there's sort of this like classic, cheesy, predictable question when, when sort of bad things happen. Why does God allow bad things, right? But, okay, get rid of that. Let's, let me frame sort of that question, but let me frame it a different way. You have in the last couple of weeks talked about God's unlimited power and authority in, we've been looking at Acts 17 in Sunday sermons, right? So let me frame the question this way. If God has that power and authority, why doesn't he stop this thing? Like, we believe that God could stop this in its tracks, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we believe that God is capable of more than we could ask or imagine. Ephesians tells us that. So I can ask and imagine God stopping this thing. Mm -hmm. so why doesn't he? You really gonna ask I mean, that's, me that? Let's go! That's like, Hard. I mean, like, isn't that, is there a phone a friend? I think I know this one. Can right? we call like some really smart people? You want to check with anybody? And ask them this question because like, I mean, isn't this the the sort of most important, biggest question about God and suffering and death? Yeah. I mean, on one level, like you could pose it this way, like why does he allow any death? Why does he allow any suffering? Why doesn't he stop all death? Why doesn't yeah. he stop all suffering? Yeah. With this particular one, we want him to stop this right. now. So, I mean, I think God asks us to call him father, mm -hmm. right? He he created that relationship, not us. He created yep. it. He said, call me dad. I'm I'm your heavenly father. Okay, I'm a, I'm a parent. So I think of through that lens, 
You're watching this happen. You have the power and the authority to stop it. Why don't you stop it? Mm-hmm. Right? Like as a dad, yep. I'm going like, I would, yeah, I, th- I think I would stop it. Yeah. And so just framing it, I think this way f- helps all of us. So if we can relate it to our relationship with kids, you know, as a father, I'm a father of three sons. When they ask me things, I want them. Number one, I want them to ask me things. Good. So like really important right now, I think everybody listening to us and everyone that believes in God and everybody that has a relationship with Jesus should be begging our father to stop this. Yep. I think he wants that request. I think he wants us to come and talk to him and in Jesus' name, ask him to do things. So that's great. But as a father, when my sons ask me certain things and they want certain answers because from their limited perspective, Mm -hmm. they think they know what is best. I want them to come and ask. They presume they know what's best, but as a father, there are times I don't grant their requests the way they want me to grant their requests. I'm happy that they bring me the request. I want them to keep bringing me the request, but there might be something I know Mm -hmm. that's bigger and wider than what they can understand as teenagers that allows me to say, as much as I want to give you what you're asking for, I know some things Mm -hmm. that would prevent me to ask, answer it the way you want me to answer it. And therefore, I love you, my sons, but I'm not going to answer it the way you think because I know something you don't know. Mm -hmm. So if we translate that to God, is it possible that he knows something that we don't know? Right. Right. And honestly, as I'm been thinking about this question, that is my only sort of hope is that, yeah. okay, as, as dad, the only way I let my kids go through suffering is if I know there's something better. There's some, there's some outcome at the end of this that is better than they even know exists. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it has to be that. Mm-hmm. You know, I also thought about how, okay, why, why do I want it to stop? Yeah, I want it to stop because of suffering. I want to stop death and illness, that. But part of me just wants to sort of get back to normal. Yeah. And I keep thinking, what if normal's broken? Mm-hmm. What if God's like, I don't want you to get back to normal because normal is broken. Yeah. Your, your normal sucks. Well, yeah. we have to come up with normal. We need a new, new normal. normal. Yeah. What if? I mean, and that's certainly possible. Is it possible that the way we've been doing things, the way we live our normal lives, God's going to rework and redefine for I think we all see and feel the very real possibility that this is going to change things in our normal lives. Yep. Maybe for the foreseeable future and yep. longer. Right. So And that's scary. That's really disorienting and scary, yep. for sure. But I count on the fact that God is good. I count on the fact that he knows everything. I count on the fact that he wants me to bring my request to him. He wants to hear my prayers in Jesus' name. He wants me to bring my limited perspective into his unlimited power and say, here, Dad, I can't figure this out. Fix this. And I give it to him, and I have to trust that in his character and his goodness and his power and his authority, he's going to take what I give him, and he's going to work on it, do what he wants with it, and he's going to hand me back what's best for me, even if it's not what I asked. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It's hard. So there's people right now that are suffering around the globe. There are people that are, 
Obviously, there are people right now in hospital beds on ventilators that are suffering. There are people that are waiting between being tested and finding out if they have this virus. There are healthcare professionals that don't have the protective gear they need. There are all these things that are real tensions, and I hope we're all bringing these requests to God, and I hope and know that he's going to answer them the way he knows is best. But as we wait for that, dang, it's hard. Yeah. It is so hard. You said a couple of times there, disorienting. It's oh. disorienting. A, a, a mentor told me the only way you can really be reoriented is to be disoriented. But so there's something coming. There's something. God has something in store. He wouldn't, this wouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't allow this. He's dad and he's a good dad. Mm-hmm. But he has to allow this time where we're disoriented for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it... And it doesn't mean what's so hard is if this life isn't the only thing there is. Right. If there really is an afterlife, if there really is living with God or apart God from God forever, if those are real things, then we have to believe there's times that dad makes decisions that may not feel good in this life that bear fruit and goodness in the next life right. that we may never see or understand. So there are people right now that they're begging God to, to heal their loved ones. And in God's providence, he may decide to heal them on earth or he may heal them by bringing them to heaven. And that is so hard for us to get our minds around mm-hmm. how that can be good. But I just fall back on trusting that he is good and he knows everything and he has unlimited power. He wants us to bring our requests to him. How he answers, how he heals, how he helps, how he supplies is in his unlimited category, not in my limited understanding. But that is so hard. The surrender of that, the waiting for that, the pain, reality of grief in all of that. I mean... There are healthcare providers right now that are on the front lines of serving people with this virus that are likely going to get infected and it may cost them their life. Sure. That's hard. Right. But I have to trust that God in the midst of even that is going to do good things in us and through us and around us in this life and in the life to come. Yep. Yikes. Something that something that jumped out to me as I was just reading my Bible the other day, Paul writes to Timothy and the letter, of the, the letter we call Second Timothy is, is a letter where Timothy's like, he's struggling to keep going. He's like, I just want to give up. I'm tired of life. I, everybody's kind of negative against me. And so Paul is writing to encourage him in a lot of ways. And he says this to him. He says, you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist and discharge all the duties of your ministry. And so I just, like something about that has resonated with me. It's it's Paul writing, calm down. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're enduring struggle and, and hardship, but keep loving people like mm-hmm. Jesus. Like that's what he's saying. Just mm-hmm. just keep going, keep loving people like Jesus. And that for me has been encouragement to go, okay, I can, I can own that. I can do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, for sure. And just trying to live today. It's so easy right now for us to project out what's going to happen the next week. What's going to happen next month? What's going to happen? It's like just today, your father wants a direct deposit into your account, just what you need for today. And if you can just live today and 
treat people with respect and keep talking to God, we're going to make it. I don't know how. Yeah. It's not fully. I don't what it's going to look like. What it's going to be like, but yeah. keep talking to dad. Keep Listen to me. Yeah. Keep talking to dad and bring him your requests and he hears you and he's going to do good things through this. I don't know how. I don't know when, but he will. Good. Let's end there. That's good. Yep. See you next time on Real Talk. Real Talk.